0: IFM 101.9 MHz
1: of Life.
0: Well, it looks as if uh, we are being confronted with more cold elements and more rainy elements. What is going on with our weather right now? Well, we've got the heat waves that are engulfing and enveloping the uh, northern hemisphere. In this part of the world, things are also looking a bit crazy to unpack this now. Joining us on the line Dr. Peter Johnston, the climate scientist at the University of Cape Town. Doctor, very good morning to you, sir. Thank you for joining morning, us. morning, sir. Thanks, Doctor. Okay, so, as I've mentioned, uh, we're looking at another cold front on the horizon. Will we be seeing more record-breaking numbers like the last cold front? My first question to you is, can we expect more severe weather coming as we approach the spring season? What are we looking at right now?
1: Well, Michael, it's... It's not abnormal. Let's first say that. Right? Cold fronts are a normal phenomenon. Okay. And it's the only way the Western Cape gets rainfall. And um, winters when we get these cold fronts that, uh, because the whole sort of climate has moved northwards. The cold fronts yes. that normally miss us in summer are now striking us. And that's the Western Cape. And occasionally these cold fronts then move inland. What happens is that the, uh, the water vapor they're carrying will precipitate mostly because of the mountains in the southwest in case it so precipitates here. Yeah.
0: Right. And
1: leaves, and leaves the air mass um, fairly dry, and then uh, as it moves into the, into the inland, uh, it goes up. It's forced up uh, the escarpment, if you like, and then cools even further. And, and when it cools even further, the little moisture that's left in those swamp systems. Then condenses, and if it's cold enough, it, it forms snow. And if it's not cold, that cold, then it just uh, rains a little on the, upper, on the higher regions. Now, in of the scarpment is well over a thousand meters, so um, there's a lot more cooling that's going on. And the high mountains, which are two, three thousand meters, then will feel the brunt of the snow. And sure. it really depends on two things. One is the cold air behind the cold front, and this winter we've seen. These cold fronts to be a little colder than normal, right. but not abnormally cold. I mean, we've had snow on the mountains, um, I'd say about two out of every three winters, we have snow on the Gothenburg. But Just occasionally, um, that snow will push into the to the higher regions of the escarpment, like Johannesburg, which is as you know, close to 2,000 meters. Right. So every, every 10, 15 years or so, we get some snow in Joburg. I mean, I'm an old guy, and I have know about it <laughs> at least three or four times. Well, I'm not that old, but uh,
0: well, okay. Let's not uh, delve too deep into that issue <laughs> for now. but
1: Okay, <laughs> so, so this happens, you see, mm. and, and it's not abnormal. It's it's what we call natural variability, and okay. it's just a cold, a cold year with a cold snap and a cold event. So, but what's happening in the what's happening in the rest of the world mm-hmm. um, is is abnormal. Um, we're seeing very high record temperatures and um, being reached, and this is on the back of a continual climb in average temperature that we've been seeing in the last 50, 60, 70 years, Um, every decade is warmer than the one before. Not every year is warmer, but as I said before, there's this natural variability. So Mm -hmm. when natural phenomenon combine to give us a warm year, and from the back of global warming, we get extreme weather. This is what's happening in the Northern hemisphere. We've got uh, what's called an El Nino phenomenon happening right now, which is which is a lot of heat that's released by the Pacific Ocean, mm-hmm. which affects uh, a rainfall mostly around the world. But that isn't really the reason that we're seeing these very high temperatures. The reason we're seeing these very high temperatures is because global warming is a fact. Mm-hmm. Global warming is not something that anyone's bent up. It's measurable, it's evidence, and it's there. Right. And what we're seeing is a tiny little increase from the El Nino on the back of this global warming, leading to serious seriously high temperatures we'll be seeing heat waves of the sort of uh, size and duration that we've never seen before and this is incredibly scary to have these days of 45 degrees yeah. in populated places in Europe um, is a worry you know people are going to die it is going to affect their, their lives it's, it's going to. You know, it's already causing um, wildfires. And it's a very serious issue. So, <clears throat> wild weather all around the world is something that we have been talking about for many years. Climatologists and the climate scientists and expect more of this. And um, you know, I'm not saying the cold winter that we've had is that. Uh, mm-hmm. And someone might immediately say, "Well, if it's global warming, why are we having global cooling now?" And I was I actually admittedly going to come to that. Uh, was that, that a few minutes is that it's connected? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you imagine taking a glass of water, and then um, just a the standard glass of water, and then you melt an ice cube into that water. Uh, um, mm. um, you know, the ice cube is melting, and, and this ice cube represents the, the fellow ice caps. Once that ice cube melts and goes into the water, it actually cools the water down. Whereas the whole system has got hotter, the melted ice cools the water. So we have a lot of cold water from melting ice okay. surrounding the poles. Mm-hmm. And this cold water makes the air colder. And this oh, yeah. air around the poles is colder. Yeah, it's miles away from, from everywhere else. But when a weather system comes along, and the weather systems like the frontal systems that we have, are, which are, are much rarer in the southern hemisphere because the land masses are further away from the poles, but in the northern hemisphere winters, those cold air masses then develop into waves and bring masses of cold polar air onto the continents. Okay. And we've seen a bit of that right now. So we're getting much more cold okay. air... Coming into the Western Cape. Now we can't directly correlate the Western Cape air over Cape Town or Robertson from anywhere specific in the polar regions, but we know that the polar regions ice is melting. We kind of put two, two two and two together and get um, three and a half. We don't know the whole story. Indeed. But we are working it out slowly as as the research continues, and we are seeing that colder winters are also part of the whole global warming um, aspect. But not every winter is going to be colder. Sure. we have seen, seen issues with winters not being cold enough for agriculture, for example. Uh, grape right. and apples and much fruit and even and, and grain. needs um, cold winters. Um, we call it chill units. Doctor to stimulate the stimulate the growth of that crop. Sure.
0: Doctor, very quickly, we are running out of time. Just very quickly, sure. as we approach um, as we approach uh, spring and summer Should we brace for hotter weather as what we are witnessing right now in the northern hemisphere?
1: Yes. Um, The El Nino is going to affect the summer rainfall region Mm -hmm. specifically. Right. We are expecting a higher chance of drier conditions and also a higher chance of warmer conditions. So 2015 and 2016, we had a massive drought. A similar situation. We're not going to guarantee a drought, but we are saying the conditions are more likely... Right. to be hotter and drier the coming summer in the summer rainfall region.
0: Doctor, okay, I do have time to squeeze in one more uh, question, uh, harking yes. back to what you were speaking about earlier on. You Okay, you spoke of global warming uh, in terms, you know, like, uh, well, alluding to negligence on the part of industry and business, call it what you may. But I also read in an article very quick, sorry, I just want to run this by you quickly, that Earth's axis also has apparently tilted. Uh, by about, say, 30-odd thirty, 30 odd centimeters, which doesn't seem much. But uh, could that also have an effect on, you know, global pattern, the, the planet's rotation, which could also yes. affect
1: global so, patterns? So to cut a very long story short, the yes. main reason that the Earth has cooled and warmed over the last 20 million or, or millions of years, the yes. main reason is because the axis does tilt. It's a natural variation. They okay. call them the Lenkiewicz cycles, right. and, and your listeners can go and research that. Mm-hmm. And this means that the distance between the Earth and the sun shifts very slightly. And this means that we go into ice ages and come out of ice ages as wow. these cycles go. But these cycles are about 120,000 years apart um, when they coincide, and, sure. and that's really the sort of, the, the time distance between ice ages. So that really isn't a global warming um, that we're talking about now. The global warming we're talking about now is very, very rapid. It's happened over a very short period of time, and it's directly due to the amount of greenhouse gases that we've pumped into the atmosphere.
0: Doctor, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us this morning just to give us uh, a very detailed background as to what we are facing uh, climate-wise at the moment, what we have to guard against and what we should be mindful of to try and alleviate the situation. (laughs) Dr. Peter Johnson, climate scientist at the University of Cape Town.